For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Maya Mukherjee. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover Princeton's geothermal grid, the recipients of this year's Pine Prize, a cell service outage, and elections in Iran. It's Friday, February 23rd. In 2023, Princeton began transitioning from a natural gas system to a geo-exchange heating and cooling network. This is part of several of the university's efforts to be carbon neutral by 2046. How has the construction of this network progressed one year after its inception? I sat down with Associate Features Editor Rafi Gold to find out. I'm Rafi Gold. I'm an Associate Features Editor for The Prince, and also I am a co-head archives editor. Awesome. So let's start simple. What is GeoExchange? So GeoExchange is a system that, when combined with heat pumps, is basically a thermal energy storage and delivery system. And you can kind of think of it like a thermal piggy bank, or at least that's how the university websites describe it. So what happens is there are all of these very, very deep holes drilled deep beneath the earth, around 850 feet deep, which is the same depth as a 70-story building. And in the summer, the system draws heat from campus buildings into water, and that water is then sent underground through piping, and that gradually warms the rock that's beneath campus. And then when the weather gets cold, the system can pump the heated water up through pipes to warm the buildings again. Um, And that will become a central part of the university's energy system over the next few years, and part of the university's goal to meet carbon neutrality by 2046. Got it. And so you did a tour of the plant a year ago. So how much has changed? How much has progressed? Yeah, so last year, a lot has changed. Last year, I toured the West Energy Plant, which is a different type of energy system that combusts natural gas and is relatively energy efficient, but we can do better. That is what the university has been relying on since 1996. Before that, Princeton followed a typical trajectory of burning carbon-based fossil fuels until it reached the system of cogeneration. And the geo-exchange system is a new system. And one of the main things that's changed is the central operating facility of the entire system um, finished being constructed in August. And that is what Tiger is. Tiger is the new facility that I got to tour this time around. Now, finally, um, the entire system is providing some of the university's energy for the first time in history without using any combustion. So it's really exciting. They already have it linked up to quite a few campus buildings, and there are a lot more still to go. You can read more of her coverage at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in our show notes. In university news, yesterday, the 2024 Moses Taylor Pine Honor Prize was awarded to seniors Casey Beidel and Brian Shanghai Lee. The award is considered the highest distinction given to an undergraduate student, and its recipients represent, quote, excellent scholarship, strength of character, and effective leadership. Beidel is a sociology major who is also a member of the Princeton Nassoons and the Triangle Club. Shanghai Lee is majoring in comparative literature and is an RCA, as well as the former head advising fellow of Matriculate's chapter at Princeton. Vital and Lee will be recognized on Alumni Day, tomorrow, February 24th. In national news, AT&T encountered a widespread cell service outage on Thursday morning, causing customers across the U.S. to lose coverage. Although service was restored by the afternoon, many thousands have reported personal and professional delays, and some even had trouble reaching 911. Officials from the FBI, DHS, and FCC are investigating the cause of the issue and the possibility of a cyber attack. In international news, Thursday marked the start of Iran's parliamentary campaigns. 
This is the first election since 2022, when Masa Amini's death in police custody led to widespread protests and a responding governmental crackdown. According to Iranian state media, more than twice as many people are running than in the previous election cycle. All candidates were accepted by the Guardian Council, a 12-member body that must approve anyone running for election. A Princeton-sponsored social survey noted that Iranian voters identify very little with national-level political factions and that there is, quote, divergence in where citizens receive information about politics. Today, you can expect overcast skies and some showers, with a high of 48 and a low of 32 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak Today. Today's episode was written by Daniel Jung and me, sound engineered by Twyla Colburn, and produced under the 148th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Warren, Class of 22. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Maya Mukherjee. Have a great day.